Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now we're gonna begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's with shouting out our sponsors, beginning with none other than Maker's Mark. Shout out to everybody making their mark in their respective lanes and or industries. And of course, you know we got Mountain High, Climb Your Way, to the top. Straight like that. So shout out to Gary and Greg for always pulling up, popping out, pulling up, and putting on in that order. Now we're gonna begin the show with our new news for all y'all new news. So Miss Reese, what's topping off our news segment this week? Um, so first I wanna shout out Anna Sierra. Man, can we slow um, clap her? She's cold. I don't know. You got a lot in your hands. Go, go Anna Sierra has been putting on for seven seasons strong, and now she's finally getting the recognition she deserves. So yeah, so she was actually featured on Fox 32. Um, earlier this week, I actually have the news clip, um, and they just talked about the West Side Women's Basketball League and the mm -hmm. competition, and especially because uh, the Sky yeah. won. Yeah, yeah, we up one, really maybe well. two now. We yeah. might be, is it 1-1 one, one or is, no it, is it, but we are in the WNBA final. Shout out to Candace Parker and the rest of the squad. Right. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to shout her out um, because she is a friend of the show and she's doing well. So if you all have daughters or if you know of anybody, of any girls that want to play basketball, definitely check her out. Because girls who too. That part. Um, also, let's mention next Thursday is Third Thursday, guys. Straight up, straight um, up, And we're straight having up. our cultural icon party. Boom. Straight up. But no, we're not looking for like scary costumes and nothing like that. We're looking for cultural icons. And as the flyer suggests, we're looking for people from the arts, culture, and or entertainment space that speak to our culture. And you can get kind of creative with what you already have in your closet when you come and represent. It's going to be where though? At Emma Shea. So, Emma Shea is on what, 35th and Prairie? Yeah, right there in the heart of Bronzeville, Kitty Corner from McDonald's, for those that are familiar with the area. And it's a black-owned, as all of our Third Thursday venues are, establishment by oh, uh, Janelle. It's so good. It's, oh, it's delicious, man. Great. Like, they have sandwiches, sweets, they got, they, they got water, you know what I'm saying? They have everything. And, and the crazy thing is, because we out here sponsored by Maker's Market, and shout out to everybody making their market in respect to Lancet Industries, we actually provide samples of a lot of the yeah. different fare that's provided uh, by the venue. And we're gonna have a special um, sponsor this week, this month as well, none other than Docs. Now there's only a few locations of Docs back in the city. And shout out to my boy Lance Jones Jr. who uh, brought it back. And they on 35th as well, so they're actually gonna be providing some chicken, some fish, and some fries for those that are into that type shit. All right, but let's get into some other news. So, uh, the vaccine mandate goes in effect tomorrow. Minyana. Um, For all city workers. So this is a big thing with the police. Mm. Um, a couple aldermans uh, wrote a letter to the mayor because the uh, the president of the, uh, the police union, mm -hmm. for once, I agree with his ass, right? 
for once. Got one, right? Um, he is like, he basically told them, you all do not have to let them know of your status. You don't have to get the vaccine if you don't want to. Right. Um, and that's that. What y'all going to do? Damn, nigga said, don't ask, don't tell. Um, and so the aldermans are in fear of this because if the police can't go to work. Who going to protect us? Right. Who's going to serve us? Right. Not to say that they've been doing a good job of such, but still, we but, just have that peace of mind when they're there. But they were saying crime will increase. Oh, so uh, yeah. I was thinking, like, it's already increased, but okay. But if you ahead. think back to the civil unrest, as they called it, the yeah. riots, the rally, rallies and riots, whatever, back in response to the George Floyd murder, right, when people realized, like, oh, it's open season, and we can just run up in these stores, and they're not going to do anything. <laughs> they just are trying to make sure nobody gets hurt in the process. Yeah. Man, if that's going to be a regular Tuesday, it's going up. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. I'm just saying. So y'all keep an eye on that. Tuesday. Keep an eye on that story because, man, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So if I have all the power and authority within me as a regular citizen to just do what the God please, do not purge. I'm just gonna do it. No, do not purge. Okay, but speaking about police, we had two school shootings this week. <laughs> Shooting that little shit. So someone actually got shot at Phillips on Tuesday. I feel like it was Tuesday. I told you, and um, it was it was a security officer and a student. The student got shot because they just so happened to be by the door. I don't even think that they were the intended target. Not to say that the security guard was either, because they were outside. Um, and I guess when the security guard came out, they started shooting. I'm not sure of that. They was aiming at the security guard. They was aiming at the door. The, you know, and he came out. I, you know, it, that nigga said, "Pow!" Oh, that ain't my Uber. Hold on, what? <laughs> That's crazy, bro. But um, so that was Tuesday, right? It was Tuesday. Wednesday morning, another shooting happened at a school in the morning, uh, McDade Elementary. See, I ain't even finna play with the baby. It's not funny when it's high school, but damn sure ain't funny when it's the babies, bro. Yeah, but um, I still will. Pew! I, I saw it on the, I want to say it was the 11 o'clock news, mm -hmm. and they parents were obviously rushed to pick up their kids. Most yeah. of the kids were already inside, but it's like, it's a thing. So I do know um, a lot of schools, I'm on the school board, um, LSE, and that, that was an issue. Wait, speaking. what? <laughs> You're an LSE member? I'm the president. Oh, no! Reese is out here contributing to her community. Check you out, Gus. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So, could you imagine, right, whether you was on the LSC, whether you was holding a position or not, but getting a text, because a lot of our young people in elementary school nowadays have, you know, telecommunication devices. Right. And being like, mom, they shooting at the school. Like, Ooh. what would be your reaction? So, I actually saw a parent, didn't know that it was a parent of somebody at this particular school, but they was running all the lights on Stony. <laughs> Once I saw them on the news, I understood why they was running all them lights on Stony. They had to get to where they was trying but to go. But at first, she was judging. <laughs> How like, dare they? <laughs> no, I was thinking what? like, why, why are you in such a hurry? Yeah, now I understand. Go ahead, go ahead. Go but ahead. no, I'm going to be the me. same way. That's that's yeah. really, that's scary for your baby's babies. I it's mean, crazy though because it's getting to the point now where in Chicago, you have to like, what's it called? Uh, proactively yeah. prepare your children. You know for what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So it's almost like your child hits you like, mom, they shooting. You're going to be like, shoot back. You know what I'm saying? No, like, you almost got to send your... And I'm not advocating that, right? But it's like, enough is enough, bro. But We're I, not going to keep being victims to this You do have stuff. to have a conversation. And I found myself having a conversation 
this morning. Like, mm -hmm. hey, if y'all here, what do you do? What do you, I need uh -huh. to know what y'all think y'all should do. Like, don't be standing up looking around. Right. Stop. Drop. <laughs> open up shop. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, you all, let's just uh, be prayerful. And, you know, if y'all know who doing this shit, turn their ass in. Type shit. Um, let's see. Oh, this was a, a really big story on the world news. So, I don't know if you noticed when you go in, like, the grocery store, Family Dollar, um, Walmart. How they put the cakes up front? No, uh. how they are missing things on their shelves. Ah, the shelves yeah. like out of stock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they showed on the news last night all of these um, freights just out in the ocean, just waiting. For what? Waiting for what? Waiting to be docked. Waiting to be brought in. You know what I'm saying? So that we can take the inventory and ship it to where it needs to go. Apparently, there are no dock workers. There are no truck drivers. Um, because of high gas prices, inflation. Mm -hmm. It's like a list of things that's yeah. going on, yeah. which is causing the shortage. I actually saw a post, shout out to Parquet, part of the Fast Six, checking in from the DMV, and he said that, I think August maybe, was the highest amount of people quitting their job. I think mm -hmm. it was like 42 million Americans quit their job in the month of August alone. And it was like, for but there what? was a symbol of McDonald's, like the the the, the post at McDonald's, <laughs> like ba da ba ba. What? I don't get the correlation. But they're basically just saying when you mandate vaccines on people, oh yeah, people are like, I will not go to work. I will not work here, and They'll I will find something out. else. Yeah. So it's kind of like, man, y'all got to be careful with the mandates, man, because you gonna you gonna mess the money up, dog, for at least a, a short period of time. And then when you get other people in there, it's not gonna be who you want in those no, positions. No, no, clearly. So, the L.A. ports are going to be running 24-7, seven days a week. That's a lot. You know, the union workers, 12-hour days at this point, um, to try to get these goods to where they're supposed to go. Right. But if you notice, those who go grocery shopping on a weekly, every three-day basis, right? No. Everything is going up. And it's going up at least 8.6%. 8.7%. I noticed that. I was in the grocery store just yesterday, and I went to get those Minute Maid drinks that I love to use as yeah. chasers. And they were a dollar seventy nine. Them since is usually a dollar. Mm -hmm. Ten for ten, bro. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. It was a lot of stuff that was like seemingly just slightly like uh, just an extra eighty cent. It was like, whoa, what the, where is this going to? And towards? if you put an extra eighty cent on everything on every on dollar items? Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Well now in the dollar store I heard now it's two dollars. It's the two dollar store. Yeah. It's, it's no and you can only spend two dollar bills. <laughs> Um, but they also said social security, because they're noticing this inflation, right? They're going to go up or up everybody's monthly pay. You got to adjust. Guess by how much? Okay, so it's supposed to be the family at our debt ceiling if you carried three. 47 cent. No, a little more. Okay, no. $47. A little more. $400. I, now that would be an adjustment. No, ninety-two dollars a month is added to your pay. These the old niggas that get this? Mm-hmm. Wow. Sorry, Gam Gam. <laughs> I know that medicine is three times as expensive, so you're gonna die. So yeah. So y'all should pay attention to that. I do know gas is expensive now. It's you know, damn near four dollars. Now gas has always been expensive in the hood. I feel like gas has been expensive since nine eleven. 
for me. Pretty much. Because it used much. to be yeah. 180. And I feel like when I when I got my L's, I feel like gas was 98 cent, bro. I feel okay, like gas you, was you older than me. So yeah. yeah. So for me, I, it was like a dollar eighty. Five dollars would get me to a different half the tank. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're good, right? Not and a Ford Focus, but. I have noticed that gas prices are higher in the hood than, than the they suburbs. are anywhere else. And I was wondering, you know, we drive to Indiana, we drive to Evergreen just a little bit past, you know what I'm saying, Western to get our gas if we you know, savvy like that. It's actually because the risk associated with having a gas station in the hood is higher. So your insurance costs mm -hmm. are higher, you gotta get bulletproof glassing, you gotta get all these different Man. risk factors uh, considered and you have to reflect that in your gas price. So BP on 79th, South 79th, it's probably way different than 7,900 North. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's facts. But that's where it comes from is the risk associated mm. with having your uh, establishment in that location. I just feel like, man, at the end of the day, we got to start coming up with solutions. Mandating a vaccine for last year's virus is really messing Backwards. stuff up. So instead of like getting caught in that, what they call a sunk cost trap, like this is what we said it was going to be. And we said that 18 months ago. So that's what it is. And it takes 24 months to roll out. And it's a totally different problem 20, 24 months later, which is now. Yeah. We might need to realize like, man, maybe we were mistaken in what we thought our go for strategy well, no. was going to be. And let's re, let's reassess the mandate with this vaccine. Maybe people They're with not. vaccines get some type of you don't have to wear your mask but if you do not have a vaccine you can still work here but you have to always wear your mask like what's wrong with that because that before the vaccine came out we was relying on the mask so why can't we still rely on the mask for those that are unvaccinated that simple part. solutions dog. That and all these damn boosters ah, my home girl dog i'm hoping we can get her on the show but she is going through it uh finishing up med school and not wanting to take the vaccine and not wanting, obviously not encouraging people to take the booster because she's saying like from the inside looking out, they are literally experimenting on us. I know. And they don't know, like she said, go, she said you took the Moderna, go on the Moderna website, look at the ingredients of what's in the vaccine, tell me you willingly put that shit in your body. So we just say vaccine. But when you look at the ingredients, you're like, nigga, I would never put these individual ingredients in my body. So why would I put them in there collectively in the form of a vaccine? Mm -hmm. We got to think, y'all. We got to wake up. But then again, ignorance is bliss. So do niggas want to stay asleep or do niggas want to stay woke? Or do they want to go to work and provide for their family at this Type point? Shit. Or do they want to struggle? Shit. So, yeah, okay, we won't stay on that. That's getting depressing. Um, in other depressing news. <laughs> Keeping with the depressing <laughs> segment. Texas governor. Issues an executive order banning vaccine mandates. So look, this is the thing that's tricky that I, I love and hate about Texas, right? They'll do a great thing and then they'll go do some fucked up shit. Right. So we're going to ban these vaccine mandates, which is amazing. Can't mandate vaccines is a good thing. Go to work. Freedom of choice. Thing, right. But you bitches cannot get an abortion. You better have them big head ass babies, bitch. That's crazy, bro. That's backwards, actually. But again, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. I think at the end of the day, if you follow the paper trail, it will always lead to somebody profiting off of these mandates or lack thereof yeah. that are being implemented, dog. Yeah. So for Texans, you don't have to worry about it. So that's that's a bit of a good news considering you're in Texas. Type shit. Yeah. That's all I got for news, guys. Well, that about wraps us up for this week's segment of new news for all y'all new news on this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. This is a
And now moving on to entertainment. So Miss Reese was topping off our entertainment segment this week. Okay, so do you watch Saturday Night Live? I don't. Okay. Ever since Eddie Murphy hasn't been on it in the 80s, but I did catch the most recent episode. With Kim Kardashian? I had to. Okay. It's something, it's about the something about the perv in me that's just like, man, I know they're gonna put her on display. I know they're gonna really show her curves and her assets. And I wanted to see what she was talking about though. Did you get a chance to check it out? No, I don't care about any of that. Um, oh, she's so look, I am a Kim looks fan. So good, bro. I've watched the Kardashians since season one. See, that's what I won't do is watch their show. Well, I've been there since the beginning, since the sex tape, right? So I am- Since the sex tape got me weak. <laughs> I, I am a Kim K fan. Um, that was the first episode as a pilot, the sex tape? I mean, it was talked about, yeah. Technically. Um, and so, you know, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live, um, but I did catch a couple of her jokes in mm -hmm. her monologue. Right. She made fun of herself, her sisters, kind of everybody, right? That's, that's, what she, that's what they do because they understand that yeah these jokes and things are being said about him. So she made a joke about her dad and how he was so influential and because of him, she met her first black person. Let me tell you what she said. She met her first black person. Wanna take a stab in the dark at who it is? Not in the dark. <laughs> Not in the dark. Now, bro. I thought it was funny, Too right? Too soon for the Goldman <laughs> family, dog. Too but soon. Nicole, uh, Nicole Brown's sister uh, took offense to it. Um, I thought it was funny because, I mean, that is a part of their story connection and how they got famous, who they are, right? But, um, yeah, not everybody thought it So, funny. let me just put it in perspective for you, right? So, Kim Kardashian, father, um, was it... What was her father's name? Rob Kardashian. Rob, senior? Okay. So Rob Kardashian is her uh, famous father who teamed up with Johnny Cochran, yeah. Shapiro, and all the others that defend, successfully defended OJ in Simpson. the murder trial, um, who was accused of killing Nicole Brown Simpson, his ex-wife, and Ron Goldman, her new lover. Kim Kardashian at this time was probably a, a toddler, maybe, or maybe like an adolescent. Right, so she was around though. She was alive, so she met OJ, and you know what I'm saying. These, she was a kid. She was OJ's well, well, lawyer's all, kid. Because all the kids were born, right? Yeah. So she was like seven. She was around yeah. six, seven. So now, fast forward thirty years later. Oh, let me let me take it back. So during this time, this is not just his lawyer, to my understanding. This is his friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe Johnny Cochran Jenner wasn't his friend. And Rob would hang out with OJ and Nicole. Type shit. So. Obviously, OJ, Kim, Rob, Chris, the whole, they just, yeah. they a village. Yeah. So, Nicole is in the mix. Nicole's sister is probably in the mix. So, that whole story plays itself out, and as tragic as it was, Buddy Ass got off for the at least alleged murder. He got caught in a civil case later. But, to have the child from the barbecue that used to be kicking it with you and your now deceased sister making jokes on Saturday Night Live about the shit, that would hurt, bro. Yeah, would it? That would fucking hurt, bro. I would want a piece of, I would want my pound of flesh up out of Kim. And she yeah. has it to spare. But if I'm just saying, it, like, legs. it's different, <laughs> right above them. But it's different if she wasn't connected or affiliated or no Nicole Brown Simpson's sister. She probably felt like, man, you was 
part of our childhood upbringing. We was rocking, and now you're on Saturday Night Live making light of the situation. That shit would hurt a little bit, bro. Just being on some human shit. Well, look at Calvin. He has a heart. I'm having a human experience. But that shit was funny. And that's the thing. You can't get mad at that, because it's the flip side of that. You can't get mad at that when she's sitting here talking about herself, talking about her people, talking about everybody, including your dead-ass sister. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of, and she put it out there like, man, did he do it? Did he do it? I still don't know. You know what I'm saying? So she kind of, you know, made light of it. Everybody else does. Why should she not be able to just because she was a child during the time? But I see it from both sides of what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But in terms of the Saturday Night Live shit, she did good on the skits. She was a little funny in her monologue and she wasn't hard on the eyes. So she, she did an overall good job. I give it like a B minus. Because she wasn't hard on the eyes. Um, okay, also in entertainment, so Rap City is on. I need to figure out what time it comes on because I missed it. Definitely saw the clips and was wondering, wait, wait when? is this even on BET? <laughs> right. Do I even have BET? I don't. <laughs> I must get I the do. app. I, but I gotta get the BET app, though. I don't know, because Rap City used to come on doing, no, like around It came three, on after school, yeah, around like three, about 3, 3, 3.30, and was on for like an hour and a half. Before your parents got it. home. Clearly missed it. Yeah. So we had an episode with Fat Joe. Um, and he asked him, like, who... He asked him about different rappers. Like, who they remind them of from back then. Type shit. Right? And so he said, who now reminds him of Tupac? Right. Now, obviously... And I ain't... I'm not going to say I'm, like, deep into hip-hop like that. I mean, you I know said, the history. I know... Call the Kendrick. You know, like you can't compare. No, ain't nobody know Tupac to me. I mean, I get that, but if you had to pick somebody, I wouldn't would you pick, pick anybody. So, um, That's how the game goes. No, <laughs> he says though, the baby, and I said, hmm. Can you see that? Can you see the correlation there? The height. The attitude. Uh, I was gonna say the height. No, Tupac shortness. was a little taller than the baby's ass. Yeah. I would say the attitude. So. You know, but when Fat Joe said it, he was like, uh, you know, I know I'm going to get it for saying it. And Twitter lit his ass up. Yeah, what they said. Twitter was like, How dare he? that is a joke. You're a joke. The baby was like, huh, yeah. Yeah, the baby definitely <laughs> pinned that shit. But he also said the nigga was going to throw salt on it, which apparently they're doing. I didn't know that he's getting drugged through Twitter. But like Dave Chappelle taught us in the closer, Twitter it's not, a real, not place. a real place. So we don't got to worry about that. But I would say in terms of like the spirit of what they're talking about, if we're talking Tupac that, it would be kind of like a Kendrick or a Cole that's talking some revolutionary shit. And I'm talking about like mainstream. There's probably a lot of underground artists that are more comparable to Tupac than I even am familiar with. Yeah. I have to ask my brother Marcus. But as it pertains to personality, as it pertains, pertains to I outspokenness, the baby a zero bit. fucks given. Tupac gave zero fucks. Yeah. Bro. He just happened to kind of like stand on the side that we agree with in terms of black power yeah. and who I He was conscious. Yeah, but Baby stands for what he stands for unapologetically, and that's very Tupac yeah. at the yeah. end of the day. No, that's why, I, that's why I wouldn't say, I mean, if we talking about lyrics and rap, yeah, but I would never say a J. Cole because he's so yeah. more humble, so more yeah. quiet, so more like, no, you know, I don't want to yeah. know. I'm gonna be back here with my fist up. Right. Tupac, man, like, fuck this shit. Right. You know, that's the baby. So, but let me, let me have a little segment with you then. Who do you oh, think is this time period's biggie? Just a fat black nigga that can rap, man, real good. Who is that? I don't know. Niggas were saying it was Ross, 
when he first came out, just on some how he sounds. He tried to sound like Biggie with the every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Yeah, but is like, there a new Biggie out here? I don't know. See, Tupac to me was more like in your face, fuck you, nigga. But you my guy. But, right, but if you on some bullshit, fuck, fuck you, you, nigga. You know what I'm saying, Biggie. And I mean, I would not really wouldn't. You know what I'm saying, in the Biggie. Right. Okay. I'm a Tupac fan. If we gotta choose, I'm right. gonna choose Tupac. But right. Biggie seemed a little bit more laid back, like a big teddy bear, but just rapped about the shit he had to do because. He had to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? He had a, a good... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... I don't know. It's tough. Know. It's tough. It's yeah, tough. I don't know. I, I, I just, I just don't want it to be over understated, I should say, in terms of Tupac's um, worldly perspective and his holistic artistry. Like, you know what I'm saying? That nigga came up with Jada Pickett in acting school. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? He was a thespian. That's why he did so well in the movies and shit mm -hmm. like that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And I would almost say... Lucky. Yeah. I would almost say in, in that vein, 50. Hmm. I would almost say in that particular aspect of Tupac, How he was he's very outspoken, he's yeah. very brash, he's very in your face, but that nigga's catalog is more than music. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. So no, I'm not saying agree. they're the same person or nothing no. like that, or he can hold a candle to him lyrically, but, but just he, in terms of just an overall artist and his artistry. I and I, I would want to see like, what can a J. Cole or what can a Kendrick Lamar do acting-wise? Or in other areas. In other areas outside of music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so let's talk about Nicki Minaj. We haven't talked about her much. Vicky, Vicky, Mickey. Well, you know she's married now. With all due respect. Mm -hmm. um, so, <laughs> her husband's name is Kenneth Petty. He's a <laughs> rape accuser. I mean, he's a... Um, what? Uh, he's a... <laughs> he went to jail for rape. He was accused of rape. Yes. As was her brother, was he not? This is a pattern. God damn. She needs some help. Man, <laughs> she needs, she needs some healing. Um, she needs some healing. So yeah, so the rape accuser was on the real okay. recently. The person that accused Mr. Petty of rape. Of rape. Yes. Okay. He served four years. He pled guilty. He did. 1995, he served four years. Um, and she was on the real talking about kind of what was going on and what happened. I didn't hear all that. I just, this shit was in 19. I don't like, nah. why are we going back? What are we talking but about? But she filed a lawsuit of $15 million. Now, this is where the story, obviously, why I got interested in it because, nigga, do you have $15 million? Like, Nikki, did you know this shit was with nah. him when you married you his ass? You got prenup then? Prenup not? So I'm. I was just a little confused. Yeah. Was was it the That's love? That's a lot of baggage. That's was a lot it? of baggage to come to the table with, bro. Was the D worth fifteen million dollars? Type shit. I don't know, man. And then, and my my question is, so we we were talking about this in a totally different setting about how rape is very gray. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like rape is very black uh -oh. and white. Uh oh. But rape is very gray in that if you have intercourse with somebody that's inebriated primarily if a male has sex with a inebriated female it's technically rape even if in the moment she's saying yeah and then later she on she's like i out. wish i wouldn't have done that i ain't talking about pass out i'm talking about oh, inebriated so you might have been buzz driving before and been above the legal limit right you're above 0.08 yeah, yeah. but you're not passed out no you're just intoxicated if you go have sex that nigga technically raped you and you can say no in that moment, and it's rape. Or you can say no later, like, nah, I wasn't of sober mind, therefore it's re retroactive rape. So that's very gray 
to me in terms of that. Then you have the choke me, punch me, spit in my face. And then you go to court and they like, what happened? He like, he choked me, he punched me, he spit in my face. Like, that man told me to. spitting in people's faces? Oh, motherfuckers be in. Motherfuckers be in. In their face? In their mouth. Motherfuckers be one in their mouth spit in, dog. Not anybody I know, but it happens. There's a market for this. You know what I'm saying? How do you know? I just, I read. I read. And watch. But I will say this, man. What type of rape, like, did he confess to? Inebriated sex or, like, take the cookie rape? I don't know. Yeah, because that's deep. I just wanted to put that out there. But it sounds like the nigga guilty on all charges. Okay, but on a lighter note, <laughs> my girl Ashanti celebrated her 41st birthday. She is 41. Man, she is 45, bro. She you see the picture I posted? Fine. No, I'm offended. too. Oh. Oh. I said, oh, I still have work to do. Oh, just my thinking, God. Just it thinking was, of her, dog. It was, it was nice. She's yes. beautiful. Why, oh, why do relationships with these thicky, bicky, I would love to have them on my team, not work with the person they're with? What, what okay. happens? She so, has a terrible personality. What so the like fuck is wrong Nelly, with Shanti? Yeah. Right? I think Nelly thinks he's a, No, I think Nelly thinks he's a... Well, I'm not going to say he thinks, because I would consider him a pretty boy. Okay. Right? So, typically, this is what I've seen, Gathered. learned. Right. <laughs> what you deduced. You can't, a fine chick can't be with a fine man. Mm. Because the man think he fine, right? And he's used to women flocking right. to him. And you being fine, you not flocking. You like, yeah, you fine, I'm fine, we fine. Like, I mean, we just what standing is here. We just standing here. Right? Um, and so, sometimes I think that causes... Conflict. Interesting. It's just what I've noticed. Interesting. And not all cases. Because sometimes, even though like like that couple, um, DeVale, Duval, DeVale? Lil Duval? No, I think his name is DeVale. He played football, but now he has he acts oh, on the Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I know you're talking about. They got like wife. beautiful young children. Boys. They yeah, got all boys. Yeah. I love them, right? Really nice couple. I think they look great together, right? I think he's handsome and I think she's attractive. He may not, his attitude about himself doesn't feel like he think he a pretty boy. You right, see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But they are two attractive people that yeah, came together. mesh well. But that's what I was going to say is maybe it's more of a mindset. So if Nelly yeah. didn't feel right, that he like was a pretty he was boy, the then it could thing. work. Yeah, as yeah, opposed it to, worked. He, yeah, you a handsome brother, but you humble about it or you just don't even really care about how you look. You care about how she looks. Jay-Z and Beyonce, Swiss Beats and Alicia. You see what I'm saying? Like Two ugly motherfuckers. That Two ugly motherfuckers. Found somebody Two dimes. beautiful. And Two dimes. All it's a mentality. They're the icing on that cake. But you know what, though? I, I read a quote the other day that said, victory breeds confidence, struggle brings breeds strength. And I think that Victory Swiss, yeah. confidence, mm -hmm. struggle brings strength. So okay. if you struggle and you persevere, oh, I'm a strong motherfucker, I've been through the struggle, you know what I'm saying? But if you get wins, you know what I'm saying, and you're winning, you're going to be confident. So you could be Shabba Ranks, but have a number one album, so now I got a victory, so now I'm confident, I'm Mr. Loverman, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Versus I just look like Shop of Ranks and I don't have, I'm in the struggle. I'm just strong and ugly. So, you know what I'm saying? Be careful with that shit, though. But I feel like Swiss has gotten wins. Yeah. Jay-Z has redefined what winning is. <laughs> right. And it represents and exudes in okay. their confidence level, and women are attracted to confidence. So Beyonce is attracted to that nigga's confidence and his cash. 
versus <laughs> his cachet and how he looks. Yeah, no, Same I, as I agree. I agree. Because Alicia is a catch too, without makeup. Without makeup. Without makeup. Yeah, if so I'm interested me... to see who Ashanti will settle with. We'll see. Um, and the last, well, I got two more things entertainment. Real quick, my show is back out the 20s. Oh, that's uh, the Lena Wave joint. And it's yeah. about her, right? Coming up in her 20s. It got a little girl that looked like her playing oh, the lead Jesus role. Christ. What happened? The girl don't look like her, Calvin. Okay, LGBTQ people, don't cancel us, okay? I'm not saying all LGBTQ <laughs> people look alike. I'm saying this young, skinny, manly. Stop. Just that. Character is playing Lena Waithe in her 20s. Yes I don't or no? remember it, it being about her. I, I think it Just may be taken from some of Pieces her experiences. And, yeah. yeah, but I don't think it's exactly about her because it's three friends. One who is gay and trying to navigate her way through the film industry. And then mm. I think the other girlfriend is a lawyer and the other one's an actor. Okay. Right. But it came back on, I think this is season two, BET, Wednesday nights. Nine o'clock. It's really good. Damn, our live ended, but it's still catch up onable. It seems like. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. If yeah. you haven't seen it. Um, right. and then the other show, BMF. I know you were telling me about that. Yeah. Okay. So I heard on the radio that who and he didn't say. I don't remember his name, but they haven't portrayed him yet in the show. Okay. But I guess he got wind that he that they were going to put mm -hmm. his story out there. He's he basically said. <laughs> Do not play with my name. Don't put me in the show. I don't need no parts of it. If you do, I am fucking up actors, directors, producers, executive it's producers. It's not a game. Like everybody. He, and he said that. He was like, it's not a game. It's not a game. I'm not playing with y'all. And whoever this person is was like, you know, I don't speak much. I don't say much. So when I do, y'all should listen. Yeah. It was like a three-minute message. And where can we find this? Um, WGCI. Oh, uh, uh, they played the like audio? Yes. Wow. It was it was a lot. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, people that make it out of that game and they're either out of jail or out of a casket, like, I don't want no parts of that form of life because, man, they going backwards and canceling niggas. They can go backwards and indict niggas. Like, yeah. I don't know what the stature of limitation is on that shit, but, like, I wouldn't want my name mentioned in none of that stuff either. Yeah. So, if you're watching that show, you should hear a lot of buzz around that. Be careful. Um, be careful watching that show because he might be coming out the viewers. <laughs> shit, he's named everybody associated with the show. If he's in your name in the credits or you had a premiere, nigga, off with your head. Right, right. So cool. Uh, but BMF is on Hulu for those that ain't scared to watch it. Uh, and I think it's on episode three or four. I think it's on coming up four. And it's just getting better and better mm. and better. Same with Wu-Tang, which is on season two. That is my shit. And I think it can't, the most recent episode came out yesterday. So y'all can check that out if y'all want to know the story behind the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, I've also been watching a couple different shows if I can go into. Mm -hmm. uh, American Rust, it's, it's weird. It's like a Fayetteville, Virginia or some okay. shit. Old farm town, one sheriff, one deputy ass town where a murder has been committed by a former high school standout athlete and the sheriff of the town is sleeping with his mom so he's trying to help cover up the whole little thing and it's just it's some redneck shit small town yeah small stuff. town yeah good old good old hicksville type story but i think that's on prime and then i've also been watching uh law and order organized crime so the nigga stabler that used to be on suv got his yeah. own show called organized crime um, that's just pretty good bro 
That shit is Law pretty. Order has definitely dog, thirty-seven seasons. Wow. Yeah, SVU I think is the most popular, but this is a spinoff of SVU, so you'll see. Okay. Um, what's her name? Uh, Mar Mar Marishka Haggerty's character. Yeah. Uh, pop in and out oh, of episodes, no. so it, it is dope, man. But uh, yeah, y'all can check those out on all your streaming platforms. And then last but not least, there's a new season of movies that made us. So the most recent episode that I was watching was about Elf. I don't know if you up on that movie with Will Ferrell. Yeah, Elf. I loved Elf. The background story of Elf is pretty cool. Oh. It's pretty cool. And then I know that they're going to do one coming up shortly based on the cover art that I've been seeing of Nightmare on Elm Street. And I cannot oh, wait I for that shit. That. I well, I've seen some backs. Shit. I've seen that on, on Wes Craven. Yeah. They did some stuff on yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Wes Craven was a monster dog. When we was growing scary. up, Wes Craven was like was our Stephen King. He was King. the boogeyman. He was literally the, boogeyman, was the boogeyman, dog. He was literally the boogeyman. Scary movies don't, they, they don't compare to how it was back then. Nah, when you were just believing everything you and saw, you were dog. You scared to go to sleep yeah. because it was in your dreams. Type yeah. shit. Top three, top three um, scary movies growing up for you. Name one. All Freddy Krueger movies. Nightmare on Elm Street was crazy. Um, when he drugged this nigga through the bed and then shot gorges uh, of blood up to the ceiling. When she was running up the steps and feet was like sinking and Oh, steps. couldn't get away. Oh, couldn't get away. You remember no. Kikade? You remember Kikade? Yes, the, the black, black dude? dude. Come on, man. With them red ass Reeboks, bro. Oh, yeah. Man. When he, when he had the um, soles on his chest, uh, he just had all the bodies he had claimed on his chest. Horrible. That nigga had a pepperoni and sausage horrible. pizza full of <laughs> soles one time. I said, this nigga Freddie Cole. Oh, that nigga was crazy. Yeah, but yeah, uh, definitely not right on the street. What else you got? Um, um, Carrie. Carrie. Carrie was. Carrie. Yeah. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. Yeah, it was. When it was she got to closing the doors of the gymnasium with that, her mind. Look, that taught me you treat people how you want to be treated. Want to be treated. The golden rule: <laughs> do unto others as you want done unto you. All right, so we got Freddie, we got Carrie. Give me um, one more. So this one was more of the music. Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. It was the when music. We knew he was coming. Yeah, we and knew he it was, was the fact that he was just walking. The nigga was, was at never, a snail's pace. He was he at a walked. snail's pace. And it was like, And was always on your heels. Always on, always. You know what's the Halloween Kills is coming out. Jamie Lee Curtis has made a career For off real. of fighting this nigga, <laughs> Michael Myers, dog. You, were you a fan of Jason? I was. Shh, 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 shh. Okay, so why did Noah. Yeah, look, Hashed. so Noah's tutor is named Jason. What? He was like, Mom. His tutor? Yeah. Okay. He was like, Mom, Jason Voorhees. I was like, who? Jason Voorhees got me. What? <laughs> he was like, Jason. I was like, boy, look. Doug, I remember being a shorty and watching a Jason flick, and he was fighting with a nigga, and it was a black dude. I feel like he was a black, maybe he wasn't a black dude, maybe he was an Italian, white boy. And he giving it all he got. He working this nigga. Man, da, da, da. And he get tired out, just like Dante Wilder. And this nigga said, man, Fuck this shit, man. Give me your best shot. And this nigga Jason <laughs> punched this nigga. <laughs> and his head came off. <laughs> and rolled into a garbage can, dog. And the garbage can closed. I said, oh, this nigga's strong. <laughs> this nigga's a strong killer, dog. That nigga, watch that hook. <sighs> that nigga is Tyson Fury 2.3, nigga. What was um, another... This It, was, it wasn't it was scary, but it was just more like... You the never, same call masker. 
That, but um, what was the other one? Um, it, you didn't ever want to get stuck in the desert. Uh, U-turn? Wrong turn? No. The hills have eyes? Oh, hills have eyes. No, 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 no. I think you're talking about Jeepers Creepers. No, the hills have uh, eyes. My shit was Jeepers Creepers with that little scarecrow nigga that would come to life and, and take out a that school bus a of students movie. and kill them one at a time. Yeah, that was a Man, that motherfucker. Every 27 years, nigga. <laughs> get low. Dog, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre had a good little run. No, it did. It was... It, it, that movie just made you think like country white folks was yeah. just crazy. Yeah. And not to be stopping yeah. at nobody's house We're not asking doing that. for help. But yeah, Hills, Hills Have Eyes, definitely. Um, something a little bit more recent, The Descent. There was like these women that were like cave divers and they just wanted to explore Middle Earth. And there was a species that. of individuals down there that just was totally hungry and was eating <laughs> these bitches one by one, dog. Totally the hungry. Descent, they were totally hungry. Uh, the Descent was crazy. Jeepers Creepers was crazy. Um, it was a newer train, chain, Texas Chainsaw Massacre that was it had that sexy ass girl from Seventh Heaven, Jessica Biel. Mm -hmm. That one was a good one. Um, I used to like the. Did you like the yeah. Dawn of the Dead's? No, I, no. Bruh. Like I wouldn't be scared of that shit, bro. I, man, shut your ass. <laughs> Shoot him in the head. That seems to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we not. These slow walking ass killers, yeah, I can't not, do it, bro. I can't that, do it, no. man. But what was y'all favorite movie growing up or now? And uh, in the in theaters now, you got a whole bunch of shit from uh, Don't Candy Breathe Two, Candyman. Did you know it was three Candyman? Like Candyman One, Candyman Two, Candyman Three when we were growing up, and now there's just a remake of Candyman. I only mm -hmm. remember one Candyman. I might remember two, but definitely not three. What, were you a fan of Child's Play? Yeah, I like Chucky. Chucky was cold. Chucky. Chucky I didn't want the doll, but man, I, yeah. I was, I'll be I your friend it. to the end. Right, <laughs> I'm a good guy. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that nigga would come at this nigga. <laughs> Charles Lee Ray. <laughs> but because of those movies, though, I would listen to my kids when they tell me like weird shit. Yeah, I'm like, you really saw that? Yeah. Like, Mom, yeah, something's not right. I'm like, I believe you. Yeah. Ooh, do you remember uh, Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my nigga Pascal. That nigga had half a head, dog. Oh, but when the baby was just chasing the kite and the semi truck was coming this way and the bad shit, just seeing that bloody that ass shoe. Yeah, because the whole concept was those those parents couldn't mourn the death of their child, right? So they took him to the pet cemetery to bring him back to life, and the baby came back as a killer. Mm. Oh, you gotta rewatch the original pet cemetery, mm. man. But that's enough, because I'm scared now. But uh, I think that about wraps us up for this week's segment of entertainment on this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. And now, for everyone's favorite topic on This and the Third, and that's none other than relationships. So Miss Reese was topping off our relationship segment this week. Okay. How can I help? Okay. Um... So I saw um, a post from Tamar Braxton, and she said, you know, she believes in paying for her and her guy to go out or, you know, to cover the bill from time to time, but she does not believe in going half. She said, what is that? What is that? What does that mean? So my question to you all is, do you believe in going half? Like going Dutch, is that a thing? I feel like going Dutch is a woman's way of signaling to you that y'all not fucking that night. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like she's really staking her claim to be like, nigga, I don't owe you shit. 
You spent time, I spent time, you spent money, I spent money. Now, what you do to hedge against that is over order. <laughs> we going Dutch and I got the lobster and you got the tuna. Thanks, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So I do believe it is a thing. I think it is a, a symbol to people of what it is and what it ain't. I think it happens more so among friends. I don't even like it when um, you're with friends and it's like, all right, we all five of us ran up a bill and it was $500. And my folks like, I only had $50 worth $100, please. A hundred smackers, please. Or get smacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, we're splitting this shit. You should have ordered to your heart's content instead of trying to fucking hold the hold the relish, nigga. Like, order, <laughs> order what you want, dog. But uh, yeah, I think to answer your question, Dutch does exist. It is a thing, and it means you ain't getting no ass, bro. Now, if a dude tells a chick that she's going Dutch, like they're going Dutch, how would you take that? I don't even know what that universe would that exist in. Does that happen? Where niggas suggest going Dutch? Yeah. Yeah, and, sometimes. That sounds like half-baked where the nigga only had 365 to start with. And he was just on a limited-ass budget but really wanted to spend time with Mary Jane. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't even say why men would say that. Um, you better cook, nigga. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you don't have the means to go out, right. then just say, you know what, why don't we do something in my house and I'll order in or I'll cook for you or whatever. Because the woman don't be comfortable depending on how y'all rocking coming to your crib super early like man i just met you i don't know you like that i don't really feel safe just coming to the east side so do i rent a motel with okay, a kitchenette so yeah, is that maybe safer? that's here so when i was in arizona and you invite me to your home i'm, right. I'm going because Pulling you up. have a home you have a home yeah so yeah, yeah i had no problem let me, let me see where your mortgage goes <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. let me check this out that's real here yeah i guess i wouldn't be pulling up to nobody's apartment nah it's, just, it's too it's too risky <laughs> too risky risky business right but yeah no i don't th i don't think half is half isn't it doesn't even sound attractive yeah i do like when you say a woman is like, nah, I got that. Like when yeah. a, when women take me out for my birthday, I love that shit, bro. Because it's like, man, I finally get a day <laughs> off from you motherfucking bloodsuckers, man. Like because I'm just benevolent like that, dog. Like I don't care if I'm with one of the guys, one of my young guys, one of anybody. Yeah. Like I'm just assuming that it's on me. And motherfucker gotta tell me like, nah, this is separate. And then I kind of feel the type of way though. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's how that's my love language. It's like an act of circle. Well, I guess that is kind of like gifts, but. Yeah. Like, I would want somebody to serve me in the food capacity. Therefore, I try to do that to others because mm -hmm. people tend to lean towards their preferred love language. Mm -hmm. So if I'm out with you and suggest, that's a big part. Who the fuck's idea was this? How did we get to this restaurant? Who said let's go out? <laughs> they should pay. Uh, the they? origin of the suggestion matters, dog. Because if I'm like, hey, man, I know that was a good show. Yeah, high five. Hey, let's go get some... Nigga, I don't give a fuck. White Castle. It needs to be on the suggester. It can't be on the person that just agreed to go. You know what? That's Maybe that's why I never suggest the place. I always be like, well, where you want to go? That's like when you're in a business setting and they like, man, if you make a suggestion, like, oh, no, I think we should actually do weekly meetings. Well, now you're scheduling them and leading them. You know what I'm saying? You can't have a suggestion without you actually following through and leading, leading on that shit. That's so. a good point. So whoever... Whoever suggests Initiates the date, should pay. Okay. Um, all right, so I saw this other post, Country Wayne, you know, the dark skin. I do comedian. know Country Wayne, non-cussing okay. ass. So he said he pays all his baby mama's bills. Quote, I want them to live their best lives, end quote. 
What's wrong with that, y'all? See, Country Wayne to me is an anomaly because he's like a comedian, he doesn't curse, he got the Jesus is popping, you know, branding, and he is really just getting to the bag. Like, apparently, if, if looks are not deceiving based on how he be doing his videos, he's getting to the bag off of his social media fame and clout and status. Mm -hmm. And if that affords him the opportunity to handsomely reward his baby moms, which he, has, to my understanding, has plenty of, at least has many kids. I don't know how many baby moms, but he definitely has a lot of kids. I say more power to him, man. So Floyd Mayweather. Three? I was thinking. Probably like three baby mamas, but like seven or ten kids, right? He got a lot of kids. But, Jeez. man, that's a good thing. But taking care of them and taking care of their mom, all kids want to see is their mother happy, bro. Yeah. If that means you staying the fuck away, or if that means you coming closer and cash happy, you know what I'm saying? Like, do whatever's going to make your children the most happy. And usually what that's tied to is their mother's, mother's happiness, happiness, you know? And I think that he has tapped into that. He has the means to do that. And if you don't have the means to do that, at least treat her nice. At least, you know, yeah. treat, treat her with how you would want somebody to treat your mama. You know what right. I'm saying? I and I think he that. does a great job of that. I just like his brand overall. And Floyd Mayweather once said that you should be able to have as many women as you can afford. And obviously, coming from Floyd, he can have as many women as he wants. Right. But Country Wayne, who is no Floyd, obviously can have at least three baby mamas. And so yeah. I say more power to him. What say you? Would you feel some type of way if two of them was getting taken care of, but you was the third one and was like, well, you you toxic, so no. I'm I'm only paying the bare minimum in child support and I don't support you personally. Yeah, I would feel away if I wasn't About yourself. getting the same treatment. Yeah, I would have to reevaluate and re yourself. Yeah, like, how does so these that two I could get on payroll. Type. <laughs> he said, man, um, you ain't accepting no applications? No, I think this is a good thing. I think we need to normalize, not saying that every situation the man got to take care of the baby mama, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying we need to normalize good co-parenting behavior. Type shit. Clearly, there's no beef. There's no feelings resentment, there. Resentment, bitterness. Yep, all that. So, he doesn't mind. I'm sure if there was bitterness, resentment, she was combative and always wanted to argue and taking him to child support court and doing all that, all those type of things. He definitely wouldn't be freely saying, right. hey, whatever y'all need, I got you. Right. What I think men don't sometimes get is whatever you give to that woman, it's up to her to decide where it goes. Mm -hmm. So I may say, I need this for some soccer uniforms, but when I get it, I may need to do this with it. Right. right? And them soccer uniforms still, I didn't get them. I'm gonna need that again. Cause something came up. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. Wait, so. wait, how does that get communicated? That sounds like a finesse. That sounds wait, I still need that, so bring it back. Whoa, it's I I'll just get the uniforms this time. I'll just go get them. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with your priorities that you have <laughs> that you have um, mistook this money for that money? What I'm saying is say something else comes up that he needs before. Right. So he needs Something more important than that. Okay, I get that. Right. So I'm thinking you talking like yo. No, I, I didn't. I didn't take my hair it and nails go, done, so no, we no. still need the uniform money. Mm -mm. But say something else came up. Right. Right. And so you can't say, well, I gave you that money. It was for that. like stuff happens. Right. So I think um, if the relationship is good between the dad and the mom, then it shouldn't be no issue. But and it I won't did be read, no issue. I did read the comments because the comments are telling. Oh, They're very so, telling. Of where a lot of the men, a lot of the men said it's probably cheaper than what the courts will order. And I think that's true. And a lot, 
maybe in this particular case, right? Because you take them to court. My, you, it's one of two things, right? Either it's going to be cheaper or you're getting less. So for me, it was just like, why would I take him to child support court when, one, who wants to deal with all of that? Right. Two, you, you somebody got to pay these attorneys. Type shit. <laughs> them, 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 them your kids. Um, when you go through that, the attorneys are your kids. Like, That's what you're paying. Yeah, instead of paying that, pay just pay me. Right. You know what I mean? To circumvent so, the system. Right. And so, um, so a lot of guys are saying it's probably cheaper, right? Now, the women. Well, I don't understand how, how come these mamas can't afford their own lifestyle. Always assuming that whatever money he's giving them is the like, only money they have. Right. Where it's not to at? say that they can't it's afford like their lifestyle. But man. if he's living comfortably they and his kids living. are not with him, right? But let's say he see him every day. They should live in a comfortable space. They shouldn't be living in a space that got roaches, rats, and you know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. if if it helps me to give you an extra five hundred dollars a month. Here. Right. And now you and the kids can stay in a nicer place or a nicer area. But it was always the women that yeah. were coming. Well, I don't coming understand. for the women. Yes. It That's was, the same thing with the Rick Ross. We was talking about where he was paying eleven thousand and was like, yeah. why is she getting that much? And it's like, but it's compared to how much he actually earns, and that's a lower percentage than probably yeah. most people are paying. I just feel like, man, if it works, work it. You know what I'm saying? You talked about him having his kids with him. I know that at least one of his sons, if not more than one of his sons, are actually part of his skits. So I feel like they're actually getting paid as well. He's not just going to feature them in multiple skits and not chop them off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's employing his own family, his own children. And he's keeping it clean. He's keeping it Christian. He's keeping it cool, man. So I applaud yeah. the brother. And I think we need more like him. I will say, to your point earlier, relationships matter, though. Because whether the court is going to award you... X amount of dollars and you could have got X or if it was going to be the court was going to award you X amount of dollars and you know what I'm saying that's all he was willing to pay because that's what the court mandated. It's like you can catch a lot more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't nobody trying to begrudgingly, you know what I'm saying, take care of their children or begrudgingly help increase your lifestyle or your, um, your, your income profile. Moms are willing to do it but not if you draw a line in the sand and say that you, you my op. Ain't that nobody part. trying to support the ops, dog. That part. Ain't nobody I, trying to support the ops. I've gotten, like, it's to the point where we so cool, whatever's in there, here you go. Go ahead. Uh, and that's the, way, that's the way it should be. But when you're motherfucking rummaging through niggas' receipts and trying to figure out, man, what's this and what's that? And I feel like this nigga's hiding money or I feel like this chick has more. Like, come on, son. Yeah, come that's on, That's not my son. business. What's in this Don't account is, right. what's in your other accounts ain't my business. What is in your wallet? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's what you should be focused on. But yeah. it's easier said than done. I pray for those that haven't gotten that revelation yet. But shout out to Country Rain for setting a good example. Yeah, good stuff. Last question. If you can permanently change the price of one thing to a dollar, what would it be? If you can permanently change something. What would it be? <laughs> Some people say weed. <laughs> Permanently change the price of something to one dollar, and it doesn't decrease the value no. of it or it's the just quality. What, what, what it is? Man, I would say beautiful women. I didn't know they cost. Oh, they cost. I mean, I know they cost, but I you mean, like gonna, you're gonna pay a lot or you're gonna pay a little, but you're gonna pay. They cost. You know what I'm saying? So if it's like. Everything associated with so beautiful women. So what are you paying a dollar for? The date. <laughs> Essentially the pussy. But you know what I'm saying? Whatever leads to the pussy. So if it's, man, I'm taking a beautiful woman on a date, 
One dollar. I'm taking a beautiful woman shopping for clothes. One dollar. Everything associated with beautiful women should be one dollar, dog. That would be a raw ass world. Cause then women wouldn't be materialistic and then dudes would be a lot more satisfied. Like if, if, if niggas got pussy more, they would probably not kill, not steal, not gentrify. Okay, you know so let's saying? talk about this. How, how, what's a, a normal amount of times for men have sex in a week? There is no normal, but at this phase in life, I would say like three to five. A week? Yeah, unfortunately. Five? You probably under About 30, five. right? Okay. Yeah. Five, under 30. Dion, how many? Hmm? How many times a week? Of what? Of sex. What's a, a normal? Average for a man that has sex per week. Five, okay, so five. everybody under thirty, and they all they all are guys. Said five times a week. Calvin, who's over thirty? The old guy. Said three, three to five. <laughs> three to five. Maxing so. out at five, guys. Right, all right, for y'all, yeah, yeah. Whew, he said once a, five times a day, boy. Mm, okay. Remember them dances, don't you? <laughs> you remember them dances? So Calvin said three to. So four would be an average. About okay. four, yeah. Mm. Realistically, bro. Realistically. Mm. Yeah, I guess. What is it for women? I, again, I think it depends on the phase they're in. Some women Type will shit. say five, but that's once a day, not five times in a well, day. One and a day. Again. <laughs> right. Who fucks five times in a day? What day of the week is this? Right. What day of the week is this? Football's on on Sunday. <laughs> she said, I see you Monday morning. We're right. going to knock it out. Nine, right. 11, and 12. On the hour. Okay. Every hour on the hour. Um, so I think it depends on their phases. But I think for um, a working mom, entrepreneur, like if she got a lot of stuff going on, I would probably say. You'd be lucky if you catch her at three. Um, and if she if she's working that relationship, yeah. then yeah, you may get to four or five in a right. week. See, because I, I feel like at our age, man, and this is you know maybe just my personal experience, I feel like when must be in the everyday rigmarole of it all, they kind of be on sleep, rest, reset, recover. But then you go out of town and you'll see how much motherfuckers really want to fuck. Yeah. That's like every day everybody want to fuck. Yeah. But yeah. when you get back into real life, it's like, man, I have so much on my plate. Yeah, I don't have time. Then I need to sleep. It's like, ah, man. It's almost like doing a motherfucker a favor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you're going to do about three to five favors a week when you got a whole bunch of shit going on. Especially with kids are involved. You almost got to sneak fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just becomes a whole thing. But when I was pre 30, you couldn't have told me that it was ever going to be anything less than <laughs> goddamn daily. You know what I'm saying? College, man, hourly. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that, but it's, it's phases. Right. Yeah. And it's times and spaces. But yeah, I think the more you grow, the more you know. And yeah. shout out to the motherfuckers that are in, in their 30s or even in their 40s and still get to get it in how they wanted to. Because that means that you have a lifestyle of leisure. Yeah. Like when you get the bag and you're like, yo, shit, all we do is travel. All we do is yeah. voyage. All we do is fuck. Like that's living. But motherfuckers is out here like trying to make sure that, that bills are paid, make sure that they can save up for that yeah. trip. It's a little bit different just in reality, man. But, yeah. Yeah. But I think that about wraps us up for this week's segment of uh, relationships on this week's episode of This and the Third. 
Literally. Literally. Thank you all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode. As always, tell a friend to tell a friend and check us out. 12 o'clock Central Standard Time, high noon Chicago Standard Time, each and every Thursday, right here broadcasting live from the Parkway Ballroom in the heart of Bronzeville on Chicago Southside. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, us, check, us, check us out on all social media outlets. We're on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Do we got a Twitter? No. We'll get one. Mm -hmm. And then we also going to check out uh, the Google uh, podcast streaming app as well. But you always got to search this down the third with the third spell I-I-I like the Roman numeral three. Once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co-hosted with the Moses, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, check us out.